Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career, whether corporate or otherwise. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you off the ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Welcome to the village. This week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective is about courage. While it's not specifically the courage to cliff dive or go rock climbing, it is courage that comes from that same deep intestinal grit, that idea that doing or saying something is worth the risk. When you are a leader, courage is tantamount to success. Whether you're directly leading a team or an individual contributor who has significant visibility or just a regular human being living your life, your demonstration of courage has a profound impact on those around you. Often, we think courageousness is only visible in the form of some grand gesture or outward showing of strength. This type of courageousness is awe-inspiring and impactful, but it is not the only type of courage that exists or that makes an impact. If you've worked for any length of time, you've likely been witness to difficult times when everyone seems to be losing their minds. You're surrounded by people who are yelling and screaming or maybe just exhibiting passive aggressiveness on a scale never before witnessed by modern man. And you, maybe after your own epic hissy fit, calmly stand your ground and bring to focus the elephant in the room. That is a big outward display of courage. Remember, when mistakes happen, often the reality is that it wasn't that no one knew there was a problem. It was that there wasn't a mechanism or culture for those who knew to get the information to those who decide. A quick side note for human resources professionals. If any single function must have courage, it is the human resources function. We are the stewards of the human capital asset and the stewards of the heart of the organization. Stewards of the inextricably entwined business strategy and people strategy. We are stewards, not owners. Each individual owns their own behavior and the culture their behavior creates. We must be courageous enough to take our stewardship seriously and to speak out where that culture and the behavior are misaligned. To speak up, to speak out. Anything less is a disservice to our people, our organizations, and our profession. So back to the topic at hand. Big displays of courage are important in reaching and motivating the masses, but sometimes it's the one person you reach with a small, even unwitting display of courage that makes a difference. An issue was in the news a few months ago which had a significantly negative impact for people of color. It was the decision that upheld an employer's right to rescind an offer to a woman of color because of her hairstyle. While some of you may think this is trivial, the issue of hair is one that is centuries old, steeped in cultural challenges like colorism, classism, power movements, disenfranchisement through bias school dress codes, etc. And often hairstyles are appropriated with accolades of stylistic genius for the appropriator. A few years ago, I was on a trip with my mom and cousins. It was a bucket list trip for their birthdays, and we'd be gone for about 14 days. So as someone who went natural, I decided to get my hair braided so I wouldn't have to worry about it. Braiding is not something I do on a regular basis because it just takes too long, and I'm just not that patient. So having braids would be a new look for me, especially in the particular environment I was working in. I had my hair done and then had to speak at a company town hall that was videocast to all of our sites across the country. I did have some reservations about the braids because of the conservative nature of the organization. 
and black women's hair always seems to be a point of fascination for some people. But I did my thing and moved on. Little did I know how that small act of courage, so to speak, would impact other women of color in the organization. Their words to me about how seeing me show up that way in my executive capacity empowered them to do the same were unexpected and humbling. It was also quite frustrating that this was still even an issue. And in those moments where these women came forward, I realized, one, someone is always watching. Two, small decisions can have major impact on spreading courage and confidence to others and through others. It also takes a great deal of courage to know what you want and to act to get it. Even if that means leaving the comfort of a specific job or position or organization. Knowing when you have had enough of playing small and are being dismissed is tied up in all sorts of emotional, educational, and cultural norms. Doing better than our parents did. Getting the next promotion. But more important than those norms are the norms that really cut to the heart of what we tolerate and why we tolerate it. Survival. The pressures of putting kids through college or paying rent or mortgages, of aging parents, of health issues, and on and on and on. These pressures lead us to tolerate more than we truly can or should because it's easier to deal with the enemy you know as long as it gives us the ability to take care of our most basic needs. To be clear, you do what you got to do until you can do what you want to do. And sometimes that means just sucking it up in a really bad situation. Where the courage comes in is in awareness and recognition. Recognizing, one, this situation just isn't working anymore. Two, you need to have a plan or you have one. Three, the plan you have works for you and gets you where you really need or want to be. And four, you are so clear on what you need that you're ready to take some risks to make it happen. Courage can be hard. Courage can be empowering. Courage is an absolute necessity in bringing your authentic self to every situation. So ask yourself, what are critical information points that you are missing because those around you are reluctant to bring it forward? As a leader, are your actions encouraging or discouraging a courageous environment? What are you missing as a colleague? by not encouraging and supporting and standing behind other colleagues who are reluctant to speak up? What are the small things you've done that inadvertently gave courage to others and how can you do more of that? What are you tolerating? And are you tolerating it out of necessity or reluctance to take a risk? Are you ready and willing to do what is right for you? So be courageous. Get up, show up, speak up. You matter. Take the time to sit in the silence and build your reserves. Make your plan and speak your truth. Your organization, your team, your colleagues, and the world are all waiting. You have been listening to The Rutledge Perspective. Thank you for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please like us on iTunes. You can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show where you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. Oh, and if there is someone you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutledge perspective, please pass it along.